14 ounces here at Toledo Bend. Manny, Louisiana, I need you getting loud for your champion here, Ben Milligan. to do this for so long um, the Bassmaster Elite series is about to kick off on toledo band reservoir and the number one question i think for most people is is ben milliken gonna make a splash is he gonna repeat is he gonna defend his Bassmaster open win with a rookie win on toledo band in the Bassmaster Elite series can ben make magic strike twice let's talk about that in a little bit more as we do fantasy fishing picks to kick off the season 2024 for the Bassmaster Elite Series Championship. Play some Bassmaster Fantasy Fishing brought to you by Rapla and our group, Beat Hellabass. If you're new to here, if you haven't been following my videos for the last couple seasons, I run a group called Beat Hellabass. If you'd like to join and compete for prizes, we do have prizes again. Chattyboys.com is back, presenting sponsor of the Beat Hellabass group again this year. Shout out to Chattyboys.com. We'll talk about them more in a little bit. But you can join the group here. Uh, we all start at zero here. It, it's 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 the time of year to join. Go to groups, scroll down. You can see Beat Hellbass here is the number one private group. And we're going to continue to grow that as you're competing for prizes from chattyboys.com, get certificates to their store where you can pick out whatever you would like to shop for. They have a great selection of electronics, trolling motors, boat accessories, fishing tackle, lithium batteries, and so much more. I will drop a link down in the description below, in the pinned comment in the channel, if you'd like to check out some of their latest and greatest deals. Otherwise, you can just search chattyboys.com and, and get there through the Google machine. Once you click on the Beat Hellabass group, you'll need a password. The cas password is Slamus with a capital S, S-L-A-Y-M-A-S, and I'll have that in the description as well typed out if you didn't follow that. We will be giving away prizes every single event and the year-end for both Drain the Lake and traditional fantasy fishing game. Let's talk about a little more about Toledo Bend and how the lake's shaping up and some advice to help you pick your team so you can be competing for the prizes in this group as well as the overall prizes for the Bassmaster Rapala Fantasy Fishing Game where they're giving away up to $2,500 uh, in gift cards and prizes for every single event as well as some year-end prizes and some fishing trips. You can check out all those details on your own on the Bassmaster Fantasy Fishing website. So one thing we noticed a couple weeks ago, the Bass Pro Tour event was definitely dominated by front-facing sonar, moping, jig head minnows, all of that. There was some big fish caught, but in the every fish count scenario, those other techniques like cranking and chatterbaits and some of that stuff could not possibly keep up. But I think now a couple weeks later with some steady warm weather here, I think that could change and we could see a little more balance. Plus five fish, I think techniques outside of front-facing star definitely can be a factor in this tournament. If somebody catches a 10-11 pounder, that's going to be a difference maker in this five fish format and bring in your best five. With the weather looking pretty mild here, we can see there's been a nice trend. Uh, not super warm, not super hot, but the lows haven't been real cold either. And if we jump over and take a look at a few things here on OmniaFishing.com, we'll go into Texas. We'll look at the Toledo Bend Reservoir and see what other insights we can glean here. I like to do this for both fancy fishing as well as you know, some of my own research for tournament lakes and things like that as well. You can see they got a kind of wind forecast. You can, but what I'm looking at here is for some trends. There's definitely been some, some fishing reports of late. And you can see we have a few anglers here then reporting water temps. And between 
January 13th up to basically February 15th, we've had a steady warming from the low 50s to the mid 50s, which I think is very interesting. And you can see some of the baits being used here, rattle traps, uh, going into Nico rigs, things like that, wacky rigs, and then finally chatter baits here uh, as some of the, the, the other items. So that kind of also shows me some things that there are some fish pushing back, maybe getting a little shallower, which could open the playing field and make Fleetle Bend fish a lot more wide open. You can also go into the, the Omni app and explore here and look at some of the water clarity and temperature features, and we can see some of that trends continues. Still bend on the Omnia Premium Pro map. Looking at the water temperature layer, you can see in the main lake, a lot of low 50s. You start to look back, though, that in the back of some of these creeks, you are starting to see upper 50s. So you're starting to see that that warmer weather trend is definitely having an effect and we will see if that brings some of these bigger bass into these creeks further along than we saw in the BPT event where they were kind of locked up out on the, the mouths and main lake of these creeks. Continuing on, looking at some of the water clarity, the, the main lake seems to be cleaning up, but you definitely do have pockets of dirtier water in the backs of these creeks. You mentioned to see how that plays into this Bassmaster Elite Series event that we have coming up here, but pretty interesting Typical changes in the spring, and obviously as we get up the lake, a lot more color uh, in Toledo Bend Reservoir. Which makes me think there could be more things going. Uh, during that Toledo Bend tournament, they had kind of a cold snap, and I really think that froze all the fish out at the main points and pockets and things like that, and really had them all grouped up, which made it really ripe for front-facing sonar to dominate that event. <laughs> While I do think front-facing sonar will play a big part, I don't think it'll completely dominate. So I'm going to go with a more balanced roster, looking at some anglers that are good at just pre-spawn fishing, as well as some people that are very good with their sonar, both some experienced anglers and some young rookies. Let's talk about those picks right now. If you want to sign up for Premium Pro, there'll be a link down in the description of the video as well, or you can scan this QR code on the screen if you want to check it out for yourself. They have some great deals along with that Premium Pro. You get discounts, points back on your tackle, uh, as well as a great research tool for checking out lakes and doing your own breakdown before you get to the lake. As always, I like to start on bucket E. Brad Watley leading the charge here with tons of percentage points, interestingly enough. Uh, Will Davis Jr., who had a very great campaign uh, last year on the Elite Series, won a tournament. Buddy Gross, not a bad option. Definitely somebody that understands grass, pre-spawn, things like that. John Sukup, bad rookie year, looking for a rebound. You know, lots of interesting. I think Kyle Patrick could be good here. He definitely put his time pre-practice. Uh, a couple other notable names here as well. I am going to go with Wesley Gore. I had him interviewed on one of my live streams early in the season, and I just feel like his methodology is very sound for attacking these typical reservoirs, and I think he's going to be well-suited to break down this. And this was one of his good events last year in the Bassmaster Opens, although that was in April. And will that carry over now? That remains to be seen, along with the, you know, can Ben Milliken make a splash here and do some of those things? With this tournament being almost two months earlier, it'll be interesting to see Wesley Gore will be positioned to have a really good tournament and 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 put up some really solid points. I think he's a low risk for bombs this year, and Bucket E, all you really want is solid points. If you're looking for somebody else uh, as a backup pick here and you don't want to go, you want to go a little more, a little more off the radar, 
I'd consider Robert Gee, another one of the rookies coming out of the Bassmaster Open EQs last year. I think a lot of these rookie anglers are going to make an impact early and often and throughout the entire season in the Bassmaster Elite Series. Moving on to bucket D, we got Chris Seldane here, Texas transplant, big bait guy. You got Keith Combs, obviously a threat in East Texas. He's got several wins on places like Rayburn and Fork and other places like that. So definitely wouldn't count out Keith Combs, but he comes with a pretty hefty price tag. And I'm trying to be a little more, I don't know, low key, get a little more uh, sneaky early in this season here. Uh, David Mullins, definitely a cranker here. Uh, Logan Parks, one of those EQ anglers. I think he could definitely be taking a look here. But I'm going to go Logan Latuso. He's got some history here in opens and other tournaments, doing well at different times of the year. He is a Louisiana angler. This reservoir definitely borders Texas and Louisiana, and they're actually taken out of Louisiana. I think he's a sneaky good pick, sneaky good value. Last year, he came out with a top 10, maybe a top 5 on the Big O to start his rookie season. So I think with his experience on the bend and his propensity to kick the season off right, uh, let's go with Logan Latuso in bucket D. Bucket C, Clark Wendland, an almost 20% Texas guy. I can't find that he's got a ton of tournament experience on Toledo Bend, but I'm sure he's been there with all his TV shows and, and filming. So not a bad pick. Gerald Swindle done well in some other season or other times of the year. Brandon Lester, I think a good springtime fisherman. Seth Fighter, if the grass is there and he can fish that mid-range depth, he's always a threat anytime those fish get in that mid-range area. Scott Martin coming off a win at the Big O. Fishing free. He's already in the 2025 Bassmaster Classic. Maybe that allows him to really roll the dice this season. Brian New, lots of good anglers here to pick from. Trey McKinney, one of those, the youngest angler. I think he's 19 or 20 years old, coming to the Elite Series, rookie. Very good at electronics. So many good anglers in this bucket C. But I'm going to go JT Tompkins. He won the points title uh, in the Bassmaster Opens. And we'll see if that will carry over into, he basically dominated the EQs in 2023. Will that carry over to the Elites? I'm going to give him a test at 3.7%. I think he's a good value. Electronics, he had a pretty good event, I think, in the uh, the EQs here as well. So some, some good options in the rookies here. It's going to be really interesting to see how the rookies versus the veterans unfold in 2024. All right, Bucket B, this is where Ben sits. He is hogging up almost 40%, which could be a home run for the people that pick him, or there could be some good value to sneak a little bit down the list. Jason Christie. Uh, experienced on this angler. Paul Nick has won on Rayburn, which I think some of those reservoirs, they, they're, they're different, but they, they translate to some degree. Livesey, always a threat in Texas. Taco Itu, so many good anglers. It's just hard to give my pick to somebody with that high percentage. You know, Chatterbaits could play. I think Brock Mosley could be good here. There's, you know, Prosnick, lots of good options. I'm going to go Cody Huff. Cody Huff, I believe it was 2019, won a toyota event here in which he blew away the field when little ben was fishing much tougher in a winter late january early february tournament uh, doing a lot of what the bpt guys were doing and that was one of the first events that we really saw front-facing sonar play outside of like lake st Clair, smalley events things like that that was one of those events that i think really opened the industry's eyes to how powerful it could be and how we could be using front-facing sonar in lakes that or non-traditional, right? Lakes with cover and timber and things like that. I like Cody Huff here. He's got some experience. He's got a win here, and he's a pretty good value at less than 2%. Finally, bucket A. This is where all the horses at. Jay Lee is back. You know, Jordan Lee's going to want to make a splash. Wants to make sure that everybody in the Elite Series knows that he is not 
not not washed up and he's ready to play ball uh, and his return to the Bassmaster Lead Series. You got the cowboy, Joyce Fuentes, who won in flooded timber with a drop shot on Seminole. I think some of that would definitely translate to Toledo Bend. Hackney, you know, probably the favorite from Louisiana here. Gravette, super strong season from Louisiana. If the fish are shallow, John Cox is always a threat. Defending AOI Welcher, Fujita uh, showing his prowess. So many interesting picks here. Robertson, Blaylock, Cobb. But I'm going to go with Walters, Patrick Walters. I'm not sure why he didn't win AOI last year. I'm not sure why he stumbled so hard on his home turf of Santee Cooper, where he almost finished dead last. Without that, he probably would have been there right there contending with Welcher at the end of the season. Walters is going to win AOI, and I think it could be this year. And no way better to get that campaign started with the top 10 or even a win at Toledo Bend. I'm going Walters. Think back, jerkbaits, Lake Fork, front-facing sonar. I think Walters is a really solid pick, and he's a little little undervalued uh, at about 10 12% in this bucket. Now, this is the, the marathon sprint. You want to get out to a good start in fancy fishing, but what happens to most of us is we forget to set a lineup. So to make sure you don't forget to set a lineup, think about subscribing to this channel, hit the notification button. I put out videos for every single event, which does two things, helps you think of some ideas for your roster and the video notification, make sure you get your roster in every week. And we do have back-to-backs coming up because Lake Fork is right after this event. So make sure you subscribe. That way you won't miss any of your rosters the rest of the season and you can't lose a season for not getting a roster in. Now let's get over to Drain the Lake and talk about that. To me, Drain the Lake is very much a strategy play where you kind of think it by the long haul. It's not how fast you start, it's how you end the season. Drain the Lake is an elimination style game where you can only pick an angler for one event per year. Now how I have been doing this for the past few years is I have been setting myself up to have a tool in a Google Sheet, Excel sheet, where I plan out my year, the entire year. And I kind of work backwards and I think, yeah, hey, do I want to do I want to have a Austin Felix on the St. Lawrence River? Do I want to have a, a Cody Huff on Lake Champlain? And then basically work my way through the season, picking my favorites and filling on my roster. If you think a tool like this would be helpful, I offer this to my uh, YouTube channel members uh, for free. So if you want, you can join the channel membership and get access to this tool. If not, you don't plan it out your own way, but that's how I do. I plan my entire season out for the whole year from the start and then make small tweaks if it needs to be adjusted. So let's talk about who I'm picking for Toledo Ben. So I didn't take Ben in the regular game. I am going to take him in this game. I'm doubling down on Logan Latuso. I am going to go with Greg Hackney here. Tyler Rivette. So I'm going with a little more home cooking. Mark Frazier had some success here in previous opens. Going to take him. We'll double down on Wesley Gore for this event. And also, like another rookie here, John Garrett, veteran of the Opens, finally made the elites. Another elite rookie. We're going to go with Trey McKinney. And there is our eight angler roster here. Milliken, Latuso, Hackney, Rivette, Frazier, Gore, Garrett, and McKinney. And then we need to pick a tiebreaker here. And I'm going to go with 94 pounds, seven ounces. Now, I think there's a lot of people saying this will take 100 pounds. I'm not sure it's quite going to be that. Wouldn't be surprised if it is, but they pretty feel that somebody's going to win this with a century belt. So I'm going to go a little shy of that. 